0: Smaller on the outside. Hey, what's up, Soto Lords, and welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, SotoCast. The first, the best, and the only Doctor Who podcast that you just cannot miss. My name is Dave, and I will be the Time Lord with you this evening, and with me as always is Andy, who will be, I guess he's just going to be a Cyberman again, because he was a Cyberman last time. But he's gonna be a Man this time because it's another Man episode. I could be the master. You could, but then you'd only have to show up in the last two seconds of the podcast uh, episode. Sure. And, so and let me. That's how it did works. you say? Did you say Soto Lords? The Soto Lords. <laughs> is that a new thing? Yeah, that's that's what our fan base is called. Oh, is it? They're Soto Lords or Soto Lyrians. Soto. Uh Lurians something. So So the Lurians. <laughs> Soda Lords. So Lords. Um So last night we had a new episode, which was the first part of the finale two parter. This was called Ascension of the Cybermen. Very Doctor Who title ish uh name. Of the Cybermen Yeah, there's always there's always those those titles. Of the Cybermen. And uh, this, it's really honestly kind of a three-parter because the last one was kind of, it it led into this. um, So, and and same character was in the last episode, uh, the Dio Dante episode, and then this is part one. Same main villain, basically. Same main villain, which uh, people are saying that this Lone Cyberman guy is basically like last series had with tim shaw but better <laughs> so, everything's better about this season <laughs> well yeah everything is uh but that they'd say like this is the season villain right so whatever okay. I, I don't know i would say maybe the master was but hey
1: you i know, feel like to, the master to eat your the, own
0: i i feel like the master is gonna be the real season villain but the real the real yeah. quote-unquote real um <laughs> but before we start what but who knows? <laughs> Before we start talking about this episode, let's go ahead and hear a word from our sponsors. Take it away, me. And we're back! What a great commercial. Break myself, if I do say so. Break myself. myself. Yep, break myself. Break you, break me, break everybody. Essential of the Cyberman, have you uh, done anything cyber related uh this this weekend i guess i should say doctor who related cyber related um (laughs) i feel like i did but i can't remember oh uh i mean i i i I sort of looked up it's it's, this is just me i was just looking up all the big finish things like who who was in it and you know what stories what kind of uh, actors reprise their roles and things like that Listening to some of the teaser clips from those and stuff, it was pretty cool. There's so much though. That's, there is a lot. There's a lot of everything. Um, and it's not until. Yeah, uh, what's the next episode? What day is that on? The next that, episode, I guess, would be on the the first. That'd be the. That yeah, that would be the first of next month. Yes, which is kind of unfair. Fortunate, really. April Fools. Yeah. Oh wait, no, it's not April the next, yet. It's, it's the not next, April yet. It's March. <laughs> we're not quite there. Uh, March Fools. Um, the the next comic issue, I believe, is on March eleventh. Uh, so it won't come out until the the season's done. <laughs> right. So I won't be able to see what happens i mean i will i'll read it i just probably won't go back and podcast about one issue that takes two seconds to talk about you know so right. well, i was looking if it up, there is was, a cr- and with that um with with that big finish i was so uh christopher eccleston i guess has not done anything but david Tennant right has. And he david tana has i think matt smith has i don't think matt smith right? is yet oh He's- i know that <laughs> I know that, I believe that both David Tennant and Matt Smith have narrated some audiobooks. Right. Dr. Yeah, Hill. yeah, I think that's that's what it was. He did do some narration and so it so did uh uh Clara, you know. Yeah. Clara. I don't think they actually pl- uh, did their characters. No. But that's uh that's interesting. That's interesting indeed. Um There's, like, a thousand audiobooks. There was one thing that I I got a little uh, theorizing. Um, It's probably nothing. But, um, you know, earlier in this season, we had Captain Jack show up, right? And I feel like there's probably a good chance he will show up in the next episode. You you may know more than I do on that. Um, I do. But... um, well, I think that's confirmation. Uh, <laughs> but, um, or maybe it's not. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, um, anyway, what I was saying is on Facebook, I followed the Torchwood page. And uh, one of these days, it said Torchwood has updated their profile picture. And it's just you know it's just the, the Torchwood logo that we've seen in all the shows and stuff, but it got me wondering the timing of it. They just right. uh, they just updated the uh, Torchwood logo right before the finale of Doctor Who, when we might see Captain Jack. Could this potentially be leading towards a Torchwood revival? That's what my could it. That's well, it would be think- cool if it was, but I know that they keep making new shows for Torchwood on Big Finish, too. Right, but they do that with Doctor Who as well, so I don't know if that's necessarily an issue. That's what—that's one of the things I was looking up as well in Big Finish was the Torchwood stuff. But, um, yeah. but also, I think the next day I saw that um, they had put up all the episodes of Torchwood on BBC iPlayer for those in the UK. So, it's possible that was all that was all about. But it's also possible that the reason they put up episodes on BBC iPlayer is because they're getting ready to announce the next, another season or something, you know? Right. So, uh, another season. Who knows? It's the, it, anybody's guess, especially when it comes down to BBC. It's not exactly, you know, constant like it is in the States. So, it's like everybody always knows what's coming in the, here. In but the BBC, states- I don't know. In the states, there's basically a deadline where you you will know if a show is renewed or not. And in the BBC, that doesn't really happen. Um, They're like, "Hey, if we want to come back, we'll come back whenever we want to." Like with Sherlock, suddenly out of nowhere, we suddenly saw uh, promo pictures of Sherlock and Watson in you know, uh, in the uh, 17th century. You know, <laughs> the old school looking. Uh, outfits from the, uh, the you know the special they did the christmas special they did yeah um and that just came out of nowhere we didn't know they were making another special yet and then suddenly we saw those pictures and so stuff like that can happen with the bbc because it's not quite as regularly scheduled as the united states does things yeah, but they still say let's go back to your regular scheduled programming, which makes no sense because there's no such thing in the BBC. They say that. I, I yes, I think so. Yeah. Well, um, another thing is with Doctor Who, like we don't typically know when the show is going to premiere until like maybe two or three weeks before it does. Yeah. Sometimes it depends on if there's going to be a special or something. If there's going to be special, you'll know a little bit earlier. But it's like it's like a Cloverfield movie where it's like, where'd that come from? <laughs> exactly. So it so, sort of just happens. If I guess if you're following the forums, you you might know more than I do, but I avoid that stuff to avoid spoilers. So right. And I only know a couple things about the next episode or so. I know the title. You know the title. I, I, I know the title a long time ago. The same time I knew the title for Ascension of the Cybermen. Basically when they came out with it. I saw... I thought I had seen the final episode's title and it had the word Cybermen in it. But I guess it wasn't the final episode when I saw that. It was probably the only... That That's probably... Uh, I was not scrolling far enough or something, but... I, I thought I was spoiled yeah. when I saw that because I think, I believe I may have seen that before. Uh, we saw Captain Jack, where he mentioned the mm-hmm. Cybermen. So I w- that was a little bit spoilery for the, when I saw that. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think I knew a long time ago with Cybermen were going to show up this season, but I think I forgot. Okay. It's one of those type of things. So essentially, the Cybermen is the ninth episode of the twelfth season, and uh, it follows once again the events of the haunting of Villa Diodati, or however the heck you say that word. That sounds Um, right to me. And if uh, to catch your memory, (laughs) that sounds right. To catch your memory, um, the Doctor gave the Cybermen what he wanted, even though. Captain Jack's like, don't do that. You know, it was so she did Tiberium. that. They're looking for the Silurium and no, the C- uh, Iberium wasn't it? This is Siberia. Cyber- I don't know. It was, it was like a database of all the history of the Cybermen or, or something like that. Yeah. It's a Wikipedia page. Basically, Cybermen's Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she gave him that she gave him the Wikipedia page and then he vanished. And then basically this episode was mostly her trying to cover her tracks, just trying to figure out a way to reverse what she already did, even though she already did it. And isn't there something about some kind of bootstrap paradox? I don't know. Here's what I don't get. So they they go directly from what was this like? This was like the 1800s, right? and yeah. suddenly now they're so far in the future that all of mankind is almost wiped out from the Cybermen uh, isn't there somewhere yeah in- <laughs> it, it's like an indeterminate like somewhere in the future I guess the lone Cybermen must have time jumped and 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 took over a couple people they, they like they they went with them or something but, um, yeah it but, was a little little odd of a jump to me but yeah. yeah. Now strewn throughout this episode, I was gonna like try to put this as you know literally as possible how it was placed in the episode, but it, it doesn't really amount to much. I think all it is is this biographical tale about I'm guessing how the lone Siren came to be. And it's like this it flashback to, thing. We're not we're not done with the flashback. I'm pretty sure. I feel like right. Gonna... The flashback it has this guy. He's in Ireland. It's a long time ago, and it just shows him growing up. Shows him growing up. He goes to war. He retires, and as he's about to retire, they like turn him into a Siren or something. Well, hold on. They do you th- forget that that he. Uh... <laughs> It was a little confusing in that final scene, but earlier than that, he was shot, fell off a mountain, and walked right, right away from it without That's a gunshot right. wound. That's right. There's something, there's something spooky <laughs> supernatural about him, too. He, well, he just suddenly like showed a, up on the doorstep as well, so he's probably an alien or something. An alien, a time lord or something. But you know, then, you know. at the end, um, I was getting confused about who was who in that final uh, scene in the flashback. I don't know. Like, who was retiring? Was it, was it the guy who... Uh, Brandon. Officer, was it the police officer that helped them in the beginning? Or was it the guy who got shot? Pretty sure it's the guy who got shot. I think they're all Brandon. What? Uh, Brandon. the Brandon's the baby that they found in the okay. middle of the... The road. And then they saw him grow up. And then it was him who got shot and fall off the cliff. That's Brandon. So who are at the end, they're like... At the end. So who uh, are the people that grab him, then? Cybermen? <laughs> Cybermen people? <laughs> because I thought, I thought those two people were... One of them was the the possible alien guy and his father. That's who I thought they were. And they didn't seem to have aged. But maybe I misread the scene. I, the, all I, I I I wasn't doing the greatest at remembering faces. All I know is the guy's name was Brandon. And from the beginning to the end, in the end, the Brandon guy was retiring. Okay. And and he was strapped up and he got like these things on his ears, headphones that turn him into Cybermen or whatever. And we're thinking that has something to do with the Lone Siren, like that's how he came to be or something. I'm not I'm not sure, but I that's what it feels like. Uh it doesn't really connect to the main story other than that. Um it's just a flashback thing. Right. But throughout the episode, it's basically the doctor covering her tracks. So the doctor and her companions, they show up at this place. I don't know if it's Earth, if it's an alien planet. Um, but there are, it, it's after the cyber war. There's seven people left alive, I guess, in the entire world. Well, the, seven the, way they scraps. It, the, the way they described it wasn't completely clear. It sounded like, um, the doctor was saying that maybe these were just the only people left in this part of the universe. Like maybe in Not other small the towns, there yeah. might be more people. I don't know. Uh, uh so just a small town. All right. So they they head there and they got all these tools with them. They got all these machinery things. They must have gotten them out of the TARDIS. Okay. You got one that's a force field. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. They got one that dispels gold into the air, which because, apparently the cybermen you know, are allergic. Now, here's here's the thing. When 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 they said the cybermen are allergic to gold, I thought thought that was a cool reference to classic Doctor Who, which it is but i had totally forgotten that there was an episode in new who that they used that um it was um nightmare in silver when matt smith got like taken over his brain got taken over by like part of a cyberman or whatever and remember he oh, was yeah. playing chess with himself or whatever and he, yep, yep. he he took like a gold candy wrapper and like slapped it on his face where the metal thing was attached to his head huh. and, <laughs> and he i do remember it off. that yeah yeah so it, it had uh, been used once in the modern Doctor Who. But before that, now it was used in uh, a few uh, uh, classic Who episodes. And uh, Graham had a device too. Graham had the device that basically uh, kind of mixes emotions with the cyber brain or whatever makes them lose their mind or something like that. It um, reawakens their their ability to to feel emotions right and so yeah yeah when we we've seen that several times in the in the new who before that once they know what's happening to them emotionally that they basically blow them blow up <laughs> when they blow up they can't stand it um but none of their machines you know it, they're kind of like cool It's cool that they have them, but none of them actually matter because they got all these floating cyber drone heads that kind of just fly in and destroy everything. These weren't like real Cybermen. They were drones. They were robots. They weren't uh, the people inside. So that stuff's not going to work on them. Plus, it doesn't matter anyways. They just destroy everything. So this is where the team kind of gets split up. Okay. Uh, the doctor's like, "Gosh, dang it! I don't want you guys to turn into Siren. Maybe you should just go with the humans, and once again abandon me." <laughs> um, I don't know how many times this season. Yeah. Um, but they abandoned the doctor. The doctor heads around, hangs out with I think one of the humans and uh, Ryan. Right? Ryan stays with Ryan. Him. Gets it gets stuck behind. Yeah. So. The humans go that way the doctor Ryan and some other guy they they go that way they and head they towards, both take ships they uh they're they're all sort of heading towards this one uh finale place which was called what again the boundary the boundary yeah but there was another name for it it too. was like it was like, captain, it was like captain it's like Captain they're trying to go find Captain Sheamus. I don't know. <laughs> it is like co, co something Koto Koto Seamus co- I don't know Kisharmiss. Kosh, okay, I thought that was one word. It's two names. Okay, so I missed the entire thing about. I mean, I understood that they were trying to find the last human civilization that Cybermen can't go to. I didn't yeah. actually I didn't connect that to the name captain Sheamus. okay I, I just i didn't make so whenever when the doctor was making the call trying to reach captain seamus i was like she's just trying to call this old guy i didn't realize she was trying to call a planet until she said that yeah she thought but, it was a, they thought it was the name of the location the planet that they were going to but it turns out it was the guy's name and it, it, it now, just turns had- out to be this old guy I had a th- a theory here but it's probably wrong um because because the uh other scene that happened um in the flashbacks but before we saw that final scene in the flashbacks I thought maybe that this old dude this Kasharmis whatever I thought he was The guy from the flashbacks, because he didn't die when he got shot, you know? And it seemed like this guy might have been there a while. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't think think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Because I really do think that the place that they went to was not Earth. It was just a planet. They had humans, but it wasn't Earth. And the flashback scenes, I believe, was in Ireland. So um, that was Earth. That's that's just the way that I took it. Right. So I don't... But that that was in the what was it the uh, 1900s or, or it was like a long time ago it seemed like. It was and, a long time ago. Yeah, but but I was assuming if this guy doesn't die and he just keep he gets older but he doesn't really you know keep getting older after a while. Uh, Maybe he could live a very long time and that could be, you know, keep living until he can go into space and go into other planets and fight the Cybermen and end up on this planet, you know. (laughs) That's what I was thinking, but I I don't think that's what it is after the end of the flashbacks, sort of, based on what you said, that was the guy that was being turned into a Cyberman at the end. That's what I was thinking. I could have taken it the wrong way, too. I don't know if it was as clear as it should have been. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, there's this old guy on this other planet who knows what that planet is. And then his role is basically, uh, Idris Elba's role in the Thor, um, where he basically just kind of secures a portal. he, op- he opens and looks after a portal. He's the security guard, basically. And a long, time the ago, right? his, yeah, all, a long time ago, his friends went through it, and he stayed behind just in case anybody else showed up and apparently stayed there, like, forever, even though, like, I would have been like, yeah, I'll, I'll stay behind. I'll wait to see if any humans show up. But after maybe tops a year, I'd probably just <laughs> go through. <laughs> I'm like, it ain't nobody showing up, okay? And if they do, it's their loss. I don't know what took them so long, but it's time. But the guy's old. You know, he's got a big, scraggly Santa Claus beard. And, you know, the guy's not leaving the North Pole. So he's just, he's there, and they're there to see the boundary because they heard all about it. But to me, they, I was, th- when I was hearing about this boundary, and he was saying that people just go through it not knowing where they're going to end up, I'm like, they're probably going to be ending up, like, in a Cyberman prison or something like that. (laughs) I I was thinking, (laughs) like, we We got them, guys. They're stupid. (laughs) Uh, No, you know, I I would like to know something, though. I would like to understand something. Why the doctor, Ryan, and this other fella, why they all travel to this place. Via Cyberman ship instead of the TARDIS. They said they couldn't make it to the TARDIS because they would be killed before they got there. Right. I don't believe it. It was too far away uh-huh. or something. I Okay, so they're lazy. I got it now. All right. So, <laughs> but. You know, was an excuse to not be able to get back to the TARDIS for a while. She left it, she left it at a war ridden destroying world. Yep. And then she took the Cyberman ship.
1: Yep, that has gone the forever
0: new- now. And <laughs> basically the Cyberman ship kind of looks like an X-Men ship because all the seats are like no. shaped in X. Well, maybe on the inside, but on the outside the Cyberman ship looks like a Cyberman head. Ah. <laughs> well, that's not exactly what I was referring to. I was talking yeah. about the seats. Yeah, I know. Anyways, the humans, so the other companions and the other survivors of the humans, they're like flying around space. They're trying to find Captain Seamus. And they don't know. I guess they don't know where they're going or they run out of fuel or something. Something's not great. So they end up getting kind of sucked in or drawn in to the Death Star.
1: They, um,
0: uh, what did they do? They use used their... Uh, their- oxygen system to boost them one final step into the closest place to land, that's right which ended up being this uh they didn't start yeah they didn't know what it was but it basically ended up being the, a big place cyberman. yeah it's, it's uh, basically a little cuboid shaped um well cyber cyber world basically there's so there's a lot of cybermen just kind of in deep cryo sleep you know storage um deep storage storage. (laughs) it's a big fat storage container is what it is yeah um and so there's lots of different kind of cybermen there so they got new ones they got kind of older ones uh even the lone cyberman himself he's kind of uh busted up um a few generations ago kind of cyberman i would say and they had some really new ones in there, too. Um, all looking like Iron Man stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what the humans are really doing in the ship other than just kind of running around. This episode is kind of filled to the brim with people running around and stuff and not actually learning much. Like, specifically in this ship, nothing happens much until the well, Long Siren shows up. Well, basically they landed on this thing and they're they're hoping to get to this uh this planet that they've heard about that's the you know where all the people are safe. And so they're hoping to use this giant ship thing to get them there until they find out that it's full of cybermen. <laughs> There's cybermen everywhere. And yes. uh the lone cybermen comes in and he's like turning everybody on and he's like he he's apparently the only kind of Siren to make other Siren scream, um, which is fun. Um, <laughs> okay, I don't know. I, I guess he's upgrading them. <laughs> he's upgrading. I'm turning them on, and uh, basically, they start coming after the people. So they, the people get to run around some more. And then Yaz gets to contact Doctor. The Doctor's like, hey, where, where are you? And they're like, we're stranded. The Doctor's like, get out of there. Yaz's like, I can't. We're so, stranded so in Cybermen. Yaz and Graham are gonna die. They, they're gonna die. 100%. <laughs> um, they're just gonna turn into cyber dorks. Um, cyber companions. That's happening. And uh, <laughs> Well, anyway, I know. Dr. Seamus, um, Captain Seamus takes the doctor to the beach. I guess that's where our portals are hidden, at the beach. And it's t- it activates via proximity, so you have to get close to it. Um, and when they do, a big, fat, pinkish thing opens up. It's a portal, you know, it's like that sci-fi show. I don't know. Um, and through the portal, she sees the boundary. The boundary is Gallifrey. Well, it, it turns into now, Gallifrey. It doesn't start that way. It starts out just like a ball of energy, it looks like. And then when she gets closer to it or something, it starts sort of... Uh, turning into and he said that he'd never seen it look like this before so what i'm thinking is whoever is standing in front of it it looks into their mind and and creates a a connection to wherever they need to go or something like that that's what i'm it could it might be more complicated than that um now I mean, when I first saw it, I was thinking that it was. The boundary was, you know, Gallifrey, and that, that's why people couldn't be attacked by Cybermen is because it's in this pocket universe, you know, because Could whatever. Be. Now, it, it's also possible that, you know, he said he hadn't seen it look like this before. It's possible that that's because it's ruined now, right? Maybe he saw it when it was looking good. Right but that's not that, the impression like, that i got when i was watching it I, I got the impression that every person um that that the that it used to go to different places for for humans maybe it went to earth or something and uh but that doesn't mean that syraman can't find you at earth no that's just a legend i don't believe the legend to be true <laughs> oh okay Uh, Okay, we're just gonna write our own rules. See, I would say Um, what what it does is it makes it look like people just vanished, and so the Cybermen maybe couldn't track them, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're in a place that the Cybermen can't get to it in some way. Sure. Um. Now, when you saw gallifrey did it look burned down to you? Because I couldn't really tell with all the pink hue. Uh no, the pink was before we saw Gallifrey, I believe. I think I thought pink was just there the whole time. No, I think it started out as just like energy, and then once she got closer it turned into Gallifrey. Yeah, at first let's see. I just I, I don't remember it looking completely ruined. It didn't look yeah, dead to me, but first I don't thing know. We saw, it was just like a pink electricity, basically. When it first opens, that's all we see. It's just like this pink and then electricity everywhere forming the portal. And then it goes right. through the flashbacks and we talk to Yaz and all that. And then it comes back and then... Um, thing- Let's see. She's still talking, talking to Yaz, saying, you know, get down here. And then things change. She looks up. The portal gets bigger and turns orange. And you start seeing Gallifrey, hmm. and hmm, hmm, yeah, hmm. it's destroyed. the 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 dome around Gallifrey is cracked, so you can't see everything very clearly. But there is still a little bit of pink around it. But in 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 the middle is Gallifrey. Gotcha. Okay, but at the very end, obviously, the Master jumps out of the portal into the, uh, Captain Seamus's beach and he's all like be afraid doctor cuz everything you know is about to change forever which of course super ominous super master thing to say i think um super cliffhangery that's super cliffhangery of course it's a two-parter so it makes sense uh but yeah 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 that's how the uh, episode ends and we're left wondering what the heck's going to happen to the people on the cyber ship they're all going to die we're <laughs> we're we're left Yep, yeah, they're all they're, they're just gonna die we're just to accept that and then we're also left thinking okay we still have answers left unspoken what's gonna happen with siberium what's gonna happen with the people what's gonna happen with the lone not alone the, the whatever the timeless child timeless child uh, captain jack what's gonna happen with captain jack is he just gonna go off to you know Wood. Do his own show, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just because that's all it was—is a backdoor pilot. Yeah. Uh, just a lot, a few things that are left uh, unanswered. I know some people online are asking. Uh, okay, what about Ruth? <laughs> yeah, what about Ruth? We haven't seen her in a while. Um, Could be connected we, uh, to the, the Timeless Child. Hey, I, yeah, I said, hey, I already said what happened to the Timeless Child. know yeah. uh, spoilers. Oh. We. Spoilers. <laughs> Some people were online were asking, okay, after the cyber war happened, and then you left these seven people alive. What happened to the Cybermen? And why is that such a destruction? And why is they all basically dead on the ship? On uh, you know, uh, they I don't think I care that, that much about that. that. The cyber ship in space. You mean that they said that that was um, the site of their biggest defeat. Um, by the humans, so the humans yeah. needed Cybermen in that space, and so whoever was in charge of the cyber ship probably just could not was not left over to activate the remaining ones that were in storage. That's probably all it was. Gotcha. Um, there are there are things in here that questions that I feel like need to be answered. There's things in here I feel like questions that I don't care to be answered. Uh, you know, Mark Gatiss talked about. Um, his revelation when they introduced uh the Ruth character. Mark Gatiss. and he's like Mark Gatiss. Uh, well, actually, both Mark Gatiss and um Stephen Moffat. They both talked about it. They commented on this. Yes,
1: they okay. said.
0: They said they didn't know anything about it. Uh, Stephen Moffat knew about Captain Jack, but he didn't know about the Ruth character or this revelation. Mark Gatiss uh, was asked about, "Is this going to screw up canon?" Like, he actually knows anything about it. And and Mark Gatiss is like, "You know what? I don't care so much about canon. I don't care." <laughs> He's like, "I just I just want to have a good time." You know, there's some things that, that you know I feel like. Me yeah moffat, he's like that always the one that, that sort of made the more wacky stories he just wanted to have fun with it i think you know Stephen moffat yeah. cared a little bit more about the canon i think although he was not great at keeping canon but he i think he cared more about it all Right. Yeah, i think they both said something to the degree of well there's some things that you can't change at all and it's always been true and it hasn't been changed like how the doctor has two hearts you know it's just It is what it is. It it affects the Doctor in certain ways. And that will always be true. Uh, But other things can change, like how the Doctor was always a man, but now is a woman. Um, So they don't really care so much, or Mark Gatiss doesn't care so much about canon. So uh, neither of them really had anything to say about, but that's um, the thing. When when they do change yeah. something, they always, or at least uh, when it came to Stephen Moffat, he changed. You know, he had to deal with the extra lives situation, and so they specifically came up with a you know, a way to solve that. But in doing so, they acknowledged that that problem existed. That that um that um Matt Smith was the thirteenth Doctor. You know, and so he. Yeah. Did he needed a new set of regenerations in order to solve that. So you if, know, it was in. If Matt Smith was confirmed as the thirteenth Doctor, then it's not like there could be an extra Doctor in there somewhere, because then that that whole story doesn't make any sense at all. You know, right. And not only that, Mark Gatiss did. I think I don't know if it's Mark Gatiss or Stephen Moffat. One of them talked about how that rule was introduced the whole 11 13 whatever it was doctors uh uh, how many regenerations or whatever yeah were allowed and he said you know i hate that they put that in there because then we can't just you know do whatever we want with it we now have to pay attention to this one rule that they set a long time ago and deal with it at this point and figure out how to continue the show um basically they didn't think doctor who would last that long (laughs) that's right i think it was i'm thinking it was probably the i want to say sixth doctor when they introduced that but it could have been it could have been an earlier one um because they might have introduced it with the master i think the master it he got to his last life that might have been the fourth doctor when the master got to his last life and then he was regenerated in some way as well they explained it away with them with the master that was back in the fourth doctor so it's it's, it was done before there was already a precedent for for eliminating that that rule um yeah (laughs) so yeah uh but that's the thing. So they have that rule. And, you know, that story with Matt, that the, the, uh, was at the time of the doctor, that story would not make any sense if there's an extra doctor in there because they specifically counted the doctors, you know. All right. C- and that's adults. why people, uh, and that's why people are saying that there was a whole other 12 set of regenerations before William Hartnell. Which again, it doesn't work because of his whole stealing the TARDIS, turning it yep. into uh, whatever. Unless he's the one. That, he's the one that created the the uh, the box because he landed in fifties or was it fifties or sixties? Uh, London, and that's where he came up with the police box because that was commonplace back then. Was it his idea? To do the time box or, or the the police box or was it the Tardis? It, it was legitimate. Um, you know, it was it was the actual chameleons. You know, you know, trying to make make the Tardis look like it's uh, it's it fits in the world. Yep. You know, it's it, it's actually it, it's what do you call it? Um, cam- camouflage. Chameleon. So, it was the TARDIS that did it. So, but I think, people yeah, are I think saying, it's to be the TARDIS. People are saying that, you know, when they introduced Ruth and had her TARDIS be, you know, a police box, people were saying, well, if she was before William Hartnell and there was this entire set of regenerations and she lost her memory, uh, the reason why the TARDIS would be a, a police box is because it was a police box. And then when the doctor stole the TARDIS later as William Hartnell, the TARDIS was trying to help him remember who he was by once again, turning into a police box. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't Oh, well, People always say, you know, the TARDIS is its own thing and it has its own, you know, line of thinking, its own intelligence. Uh, but you know. Whatever. Right. You know, they they sort of made a point to in the first doc I think it, it really started happening with the first doctor saying that um I believe it, it might have been the second, but I think it was the first doctor saying that the TARDIS kept having all these problems. Like uh it 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 the whatever control they had they had a broken control so they couldn't control where the TARDIS was taking them. They just had to keep following it around wherever it decided to go and then you know they fixed that and then you know he got a little bit more control over it but he could he couldn't fix the chameleon circuit and i don't know if they called it that or not but but you could see when um other time lords uh ships would turn into other things like uh, a pillar or something like that and and they would actually be blending in when the tardis wasn't and so they had that long ago, showing how that worked. <laughs> so it was clear yeah. that this was broken, even even back as far as possibly the first doctor, maybe the second. So what broke it? Ha ha! It seemed Ruth. to have broken on, <laughs> on Earth, you know, because that's that's what it got stuck as. Yeah. Well. Well, they were they were Earth as the first doctor and um, and his granddaughter, they were on Earth I believe for like a few years before they started traveling. Because she was there just in school, I guess. <laughs> Doing school. Wow. You gotta have school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, see... Yeah, so next week is the finale. Yeah, Yep, next week's the finale. But there, there might be a, actually be a Christmas special this year, too. So I don't know. Yeah, but that's probably going to count as next season. They Whatever, usually count just... as episode zero of the season, you know? Yeah, episode zero. Well, that's all I got. I don't know about you. Uh yep eh. Eh. that's how it goes all right that's how it goes you know i honestly think i don't think the episode a lot of it i would just say is okay i didn't love the episode a majority of it i thought i thought it was um it was, interesting. Um, it was action packed. i would say it's action heavy but it, yeah it wasn't packed with uh, a lot of revelations i would say there's a lot of just stuff happening I think there was enough. It's just like maybe maybe filler was is the right word. There's there's maybe filler in there, but it's it's good filler. It's fun. It's entertaining. I didn't I didn't yes, uh, dislike that, the episode in any way. I didn't dislike it, but I did expect probably a little bit more as far as it being a finale. You know, kind of just goes. Obviously, you got Sireman in there, which is a good finale monster. I thought villain. there was good suspense particularly with um you know uh Graham and Yaz and and the people that they're with. I thought that part of it uh, added particular like it, it seems like they're going to die. Like there's it doesn't seem like there's any way out of that out of that, you know. Well, I mean time travel. So Yeah, but there's no TARDIS. <laughs> That's right. TARDIS is on the thing. But it's okay. There's uh, Gallifrey. All you gotta go is through the portal. Go to Gallifrey. Find some time travel mach- machines and mechanisms. Obviously, if uh, I would say if the master's in Gallifrey, he probably got there with a TARDIS. Jump on his TARDIS. Remember, and he was go he save was, the people. He was stuck in the Kasavin dimension. At Ain't the no more. So somehow he got out. So that, that could be another uh, well, element of the next episode explaining He about got out because he has the time travel DNA. That's how the doctor got out. That's true. Um, it just kind of spit her out and it's probably just spit him out eventually. So Well, wasn't it um wasn't it Ada that like that was in there and the doctor like grabbed onto her as she was leaving or something? Yes, but then again, you had Yaz, and Yaz did just suddenly show up. So Yaz just kind of looked around, and then she disappeared. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think the science in that stupid dimension is (laughs) logical. It, It it changes its rules all the time. So whatever, whatever the case is, people go in there and they get out. Okay, and the same would probably be said about Master. Right. What he did after that point though, I feel like that's probably gonna be touched on. Well he after said after he got out. I guess, yeah, before before I guess it was before, he said he he was uh the cause of all that stuff on Gallifrey, right? Mm hmm. And that but that was before all the events of Spyfall, so that's a spyfall. Um okay, yeah. So I guess we have to get our answers uh, questioned next week. Wait, we get our <laughs> questions answered next week uh, on the finale, um, which I don't think we should say the name of the title. I know it no, too, but yeah, it's it. There's, I would say something about. Not only is the title itself spoilery, but something about it spoils. I would say. Sp- I don't even know how to say it, but it's, it's, it adds to the spoiler. I would say it adds to the, yeah, I guess you could say that the way it's worded. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's good enough. I, I think most people who are listening to this podcast, which is maybe one person, um, they probably know what it is. Actually. I think most people probably know what it is if they want to know um usually when it comes down to titles they can be spoilerly. they cannot be spoilery too uh i don't usually care that much about titles finales I don't, tend to be their finales are yeah. often not always but um like for example dark water what is that but then again then one after that was death in heaven right <laughs> and then they introduced like heaven in the first yeah. episode of that season yeah. so i mean yeah it can be spoilery i don't i just don't care that much about titles in general to look them up i i care more about the episode so it's like yeah this this title could give away everything but there's a good chance i'm not gonna see it um unless see, i don't, I don't, I don't go like with, doctor who i don't go intentionally looking them up one time i accidentally clicked on the article for this full season and it listed the episodes you know i i meant to click on just this episode um and then um you know when i'm looking through my dvr for things uh like i i tend to go through there looking for what um late night shows to to keep and what to cancel for you know who's going to be on it and stuff so i go through the schedule every once in a while and when i was doing that i ended up seeing the episode titles during that you know, like I would say, seven times out of ten, with Doctor Who, it doesn't have a cold open. There was barely a cold open in this episode. It was like a speech, and then it was the tri- uh, theme. You that know, a, and it went it, it went into the eye of the of the uh, Cyberman into the uh, theme song. It was pretty cool, right? But the point is, whether you consider a title spoilery or not is kind of a moot point because at the end of the theme song specifically with Doctor Who, you got the biggest text display of saying what the title is right before the see, episode really the title, begins. Yeah, you'll see the title before the episode really happens anyway. So it's almost like a moot point. It's like, we're going to save you guys listening from knowing what the spoilery title is of that episode, but well, <laughs> the fact of the matter is you're going to know what it is before the episode starts anyways. Right, but knowing it right before the episode starts and knowing it week a week or weeks before is a little different. Like, start thinking about what's going to happen? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Well, if you know about this episode's title several ep- episodes back, like, for example, if you knew about this episode's title before Captain Jack said anything, then it spoiled you that the Cybermen are going to come back. Yeah, this- I don't think you should know... A title of an episode, um, if uh, if it's further than the next one, um, y- if anything, if you should know a title of an episode, it really should just be the very next episode and not the last episode of the you know right. the season. That that's 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 just dumb. But um, most people probably would disagree with that and to be like, I don't care. It's just a title of an episode, and most blah, blah, people blah, blah. don't care about spoilers, but. I think that's stupid. Which is why that's <laughs> which is why the BBC has no problem spoiling you. I think they've done a so. better job this, this season so far from what you this season, said. yeah. This season for the most part, I didn't know a majority of the things that have happened. The big the biggest reveals anyways, other than maybe the Cybermen. Um I, I like in, as a general rule, I think before the season started or somewhere in the first like week, I knew that Cybermen would show up. Um, but I forgot about it, like I said. But even so, that's a very, very general thing. You know, Cybermen are a a villain that we've seen a million times on the show. You know, it 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 it's cool to see Cybermen. They are a big bad, but at the same time, I didn't know anything about a lone Cyberman, mm-hmm. and that's like so much different than just the general rule of Cybermen, right? Um, and he is, yeah, he's a completely different version, you know, different than what we've normally seen with Cybermen as well. Right. Also, I wanted and, to say, I wanted to say um, earlier you mentioned that Stephen Moffat knew about Captain Jack returning, but not about the the other stuff. Um, right. Reason Stephen Moffat would have to know about Captain Jack returning is because Stephen Moffat created Captain Jack, and that means he gets a credit on that episode, right? But so I also think he has to be notified before his character is used in an episode in order to get the credit. But I think the actor also told him. I mean, I pro- that's probably true as well, but I'm pretty sure the BBC would have to tell him before they, before they uh, include him in the script. It should be noted that's that the, the, the thing about um, characters, like in the United States, characters are owned by the production company. Uh, who who created the show in the uk characters are owned by the specific writer who created them it's different Mm -hmm. there now okay so it should be noted that obviously the master showed up in this episode at the very end Mm -hmm. is he is he in line with Cybermen again You remember when he showed up in his episode I was saying I swear to goodness gracious with those uh those turned out to be aliens but we were thinking maybe they are Cybermen and I'm like right, right. I said if he's in line with Cybermen again I'm just going to I'm going to be mad you know so but is, uh, you're talking about like the le- so the last time we saw the master was w- another Cybermen episode right right so that was when we had the two, two masters. We had Missy and um John Sim. And they were together and it was it it was a that 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 was again another big reveal that they they were the Cybermen, right? They were the Cybermen episode. and the so first they time that you really the meet Cybermen, Miss Cybermen, you know. The first time that you meet Missy, it's a Cyberman episode. So like no, no, it's not the Master. And, yeah. No, no, no. That was the that was the first time you really know who Missy is, um, oh. but but we saw Missy oh, sorry, all throughout yeah. that season. Yeah. No, the finale. Yeah, when you find out Missy is the master, I meant. Yeah, and that was the Cyberman episode? So true. What is with the master and Cyberman? I'm going to guess that he's not working with the Cyberman. Okay. Fair enough don't know what he's doing then. (laughs) (laughs) He's working with Daleks. (laughs) No, Daleks wouldn't work with anybody. All right. He's working with Ruth. No, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's (laughs) it. You figured it out. He's working with Ruth. All right. So that's all I got for this episode. Yep, that's pretty good. Pretty good episode, but I think the next one's going to be an explosively better time. Probably. Yeah. So. I think they wanted to avoid, you know, some of the two-parters we've had, the first one was, like, so awesome, and then the second one was, like, okay, I think it's going to be the other way around yeah. with this one. Yeah. Could be. What? Until next week, I guess, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, remember we do have a Facebook page, just smaller on the outside. Usually with that, I right now I post pictures of, you know, each episode. I post our podcast episode, but I'm trying to figure out other things to do as well. Maybe some polls, you know, other things like that. So you can go over there on Facebook. You can check us out, you can, you know, give us a shout out. We could give you a shout out right back on the podcast. Um On iTunes, obviously, you can listen to our podcast there, but you can also give us a review. I think that's the only spot that really warrants a review. Uh, You can review us on other places, but I ain't going to (laughs) know. And obviously, you can listen to the podcast uh, wherever you personally like to listen to podcasts because it's literally everywhere. So, yeah, do it. And then uh, – And uh, we'll catch you next week with the finale of Doctor Who Season 12. And until then, peace out! (laughs) Peace out.